0: Out, it was sticking straight
1: up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living. Soba, Busy living So Soba, Busy living so Soba. It's episode 216 and we're on step six. And JF's here this week, he wasn't here last week, but he's Hi. here this week. And he's actually outside and I'm inside because it's kind of fun to not have him sitting right next to me, I'm being completely honest.
0: sounds like fun.
1: <laughs> does? Yeah. So step six says that, um, step six says that we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character.
0: Mm-hmm. It does.
1: It does. And it's kind of crazy because, um, in the book of the 12 step, if you're in a 12-step group and you actually go to Alcoholics Anonymous, we it's that the step six is literally, I think, a paragraph. I think it's a paragraph. What do you think?
0: it's it's a little bit more than that, but it's not much, right? It's pretty short. Six and seven are very short.
1: They're not even pages, they're paragraphs. Yes. And um what do you think about that?
0: Well, I think that they assume that uh, after you did step five, that you would be entirely, you would be entirely ready to have all these defects of character removed. I think they really thought that. Like, why wouldn't you be?
1: And what do you think?
0: Well, I think that um, in the, in the the sort of the next book they wrote, the 12 and 12, the 12 steps and 12 traditions it has an entire chapter on step six and, it talks a lot about willingness and uh, it sort of gets into this idea in there that there's, you may have like a, several different lists. There may be a list of things that you're entirely ready to get rid of now and things that you're on the fence on. Maybe I want to, and maybe I don't. And you know, some things that you're like, I just not quite ready to let these things go. Um, And uh so there's a little more to it than that because it's it's really i mean it really talks a lot about willingness and you know i've talked about willingness before you have to be uh you have to be willing to change and you have to be willing to that's what it really comes down to i have to be willing to change to really do this step i have to be willing to change i've done all this work i've you know i've four and five i've i've outlined detailed all my defects of character i've done the work to find them and then i've I've, I've told them to God and to another human being so they're no longer just mine. I've put them out there in the world, but now I have to be willing to change, you know? I have to be willing to say, okay, I see this about myself and I don't want to be like that person anymore. So I need to be willing to change. And that's hard, I, you know? It's, it's you know, they, they told me when I first came in jf the only thing you have to change is everything and uh that seems like a lot um and i'm a human being so i might not want to change everything you know i might want to change some things or i may want to change a lot of things but it it takes a while to get to the point where you're finally like okay i want to change everything so i i think that's i think that's why what do you think
1: well, I think for one, they mentioned willingness. The first time they mentioned willingness a lot is in step three. So I had to be willing to, willing to, uh, that was like my first time. I mean, in step two, you have to believe that, you know, God's going to restore you to sanity. And then in step three, you have to be willing to, um, trust and to let go. Mm-hmm. And I think That's where it first happens. And then I think step six is more, and I'm not gonna, I don't disagree with what you said. I just think that um, what I think is if you already had the willingness to take the step three and, and, and to actually do a fourth and write it all down and then do a fifth and tell it to somebody. And then having the ability to look down and see what your character defects are, which I think most of character defects, I, I, I truly believe that the number one character defect is fear fear. I mean it's freaking scary. Fear is scary. Fear, fear, fear. Fear is the root of all my problems because I don't trust. I'm not willing to trust God. So I'm fearful and I'm constantly fearful. So hence I have all these th- that's my number one character defect that I want God to remove is fear. Okay? And that takes a lot a lot. It's really hard. It is really hard because we're human. I believe we're human and fear is debilitating and fear comes out all the time sideways, right? Fear comes out as anger. Fear comes out as, um, remorse, regret, shame. It's debilitating. It stops you in your tracks. It uh, makes you isolate. It makes you not be your, your authentic self. It keeps you in your head. It takes you down rabbit holes. Fear, 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 fear.
0: Uh, gotcha. And uh, I kind of agree with you. The the only difference is I was taught that fear is the activator of my character defects. It's you know it's what it's what's below all the character defects is the fear, and it causes the uh, character defects is my fear. And and for myself, I totally get it. Like I think that. I've kind of decided that for me, like, you know, my biggest fear and my main fear is that, um, that I won't be happy. And, uh, you know, so when I say that, it's like, if, if something doesn't happen the way I want it to happen, I won't be happy. If I don't get what I want to get, I won't be happy, you know, and on and on and on ad infinitum. So what happens is that, uh, you know, with these character defects, I get the fear, like, oh my God, like if this doesn't go the way I want it to go, I'm not going to be happy. And that's where the faith and trust I have to have in the higher power is, you know, the, the and that's really going back to step three, right? Where I always end up is, you know, God's will might not be JF's will, and I need to have faith and trust in him that, that uh, his plan is the one that will make me happy. Um, and I know that it is. Um, but I still I get in those places, the character defects grew up, I want to take control. I want to try to steer the ship to where I think it needs to get to. And um, that's when all the character defects pop up for me. That's what I believe about myself.
1: Isn't that interesting? And I don't know if my, my fear comes from wanting to be happy. I just want the fear to go away. So at least I can be exist in this world. Because I think that when I'm in fear, again, I said debilitating. So for me, it makes me stop in my tracks. It makes me an utter asshole. I'm just going to use that word and sometimes a bitch because again, it comes out sideways. So if I lost my job, and I was fearful of how I was going to be able to support myself, And I had fear it would come out sideways. Not because fear is not well, I guess fear is that I'm not gonna be happy, but the most of the fear comes from the fact that I don't know how I'm gonna feed my family, I don't know how I'm gonna take care of the rent, I don't know how I'm going to pay for my car, I don't know how I'm gonna get gas, I don't know any of those things. And I think that's where the fear comes from for from a daily basis for somebody. It's like I am so freaking scared. So I get jammed up in my character defects of being like, shit, I'm scared, which then goes and has like more than an octopus legs, like a billion legs could come from fear. And um, and I think that that it, it all comes down to, and I think, yes, it's like I play God, but the playing God is like, and if I say I'm playing God, that means that I'm trying to make everything happen the way I want it to happen. And they also describe that in the book as like the director but if I want to just let go, which I had to learn in three and I get to five, six, and I'm like, remove these character defects. Well, take away my fear. Take away my fear. Please God, take away my fear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, and it's very simple to say that prayer, like God, please take away my fear. But for me, it has never happened in a split set nanosecond, right? Yeah. We Time. It takes time. It takes time. The fear, it still comes to me all the time. And, with, and it doesn't matter that I have how many years I have of sobriety. I still have fear all the time. Like right now, we're on the, you know, this is gonna air on election day 2020. And um to say that it's brought up fear for everyone would be an understatement. It's anxiety ridden. It's um it has a lot of people pinned against each other. And a lot of character defects come out. And I think that number one being fear. And I think the media manipulates human beings to be fearful even. So I think that it's, um, I think there's a lot of fear and there, there could be a major fallout from this, but you know, what are we gonna do? Uh-huh. How do fear? And how do I give it away in step six so that it doesn't come back at eight, at how many years? And I think because we're human, it's a it's, a, it's something that happens all the time.
0: Well, I can tell you that it's interesting. I can tell you from, I just like to talk about my own experience. Um, so my own experience is I did lose a job when I was sober and it was a really good job. And I had a lot of fear, you know, I had a lot of fear because I, 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 my fear was I'll never get a job as good as this one. And so, and this is why I say it comes down to me being happy or not.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't have- I'm as good as that. I won't be able to live this life, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it all I like to keep it simple for me. So I just bring it all back to happiness. But the fear was like, oh my gosh, I lost this job. This is a really good job. And uh I don't know that I'll be able to replace it. And how am I gonna do this? And how am I gonna pay my bills? And what am I gonna do? And and so the you know, the character defects for me from that fear got activated. And one of them was depression. You know, I went into depression because of that. Um, I went into uh, isolation because of that. I went into I, to sloth. I did all these things, um, but I was sober and uh, it didn't last. Those things didn't last too long. Um, you know, because I had a sponsor and I had a program and I did work it. And so what happened to me was I was able to, God finally did take these defects of character from me and I was able to get into action. You know, the action was like, go find a job. It's like, stop feeling sorry for yourself, dude. Get a, get a freaking job. And uh, and so when I had to get a job and I thought, you know what, I wanna get, I wanna get a job. I wanna get the job that I've always wanted to have. Not the one that I've had, but the one I've always wanted to have. And, um, and then that's the job that I got. So, all those fears that I had were for nothing because it ended up being a better job than the last job that I had. Just like everything in my life always ends up being better than the last thing that I had because this higher power that I have always takes me someplace better, right? When I can get out of my own way and let it go, um, I, you know, and go with God's plan instead of my plan, it works out great. So, that was my experience, you know, with the job thing for me. Not to say that it happens for everybody, I don't know, but for me, it really worked out. And I, but I had, all the things happened. I had the fear. I had the character defects. I had to let them go. I had to get into action. You know, I had to do some work. I had to really get close with my community and recovery, um, so I could figure out what the action was was that I needed to take. Um, and I did. So hopefully, that's a good story for somebody that's maybe listening that if you just lost a job, or whatever you lose, you know, I, I I've been sober for a little while. And uh, so it's like things like that don't bother me so much. You know, my fear now is generally centered around my relationships. That's really where I, that's where I, I that's that's what activates my fear is like, you know, how's this relationship gonna work out so that JF can be happy? And uh, somebody really smarter than me, you know, kind of said, um, something that made sense to me uh, in the last few 24 hours is like, maybe maybe you should try to think about how can you make this relationship work out so that the other person could be happy and quit thinking about JF all the time. Anyway, that I probably digress, but that's where I am.
1: I love that. But I wanna talk about one thing that I think that we've forgotten is like, after you've done your fifth step, at least for me, especially my first fifth step, I was like i felt so free i felt so liberated i felt so good i was like this is awesome so when they said go and pray and i looked at all those character defects and i was like okay i'm gonna go pray and for me i like to go to church because everybody i think knows that i'm a church goer so i went to church and i just got on my knees and i was just like god please take these things away from me and um It was just really liberating because i had for so long had carried around this stuff and thinking that i was a horrible person i was terrible person i um no one's ever gonna love me i'm never gonna be lovable and no one um again no one's gonna forgive me nobody's gonna love me and it was pointed out to me a long time ago that you know god forgave me a long time ago god forgave me because god's forgiving right god is forgiving and he forgives everyone And where did I have the, I'm going to just use the word chutzpah, but where did I have, like, how do I one-up God? Like, that's kind of a big deal to one-up God. I don't want to one-up God. I'm not bigger than God. I don't think anybody walking on this planet is bigger than God. I think we're all human. We're all fallible. We all can make mistakes. And knowing that God had, once I had done this, I was free and I was willing to go I was willing to go and get on my knees and say, God, please take away these character defects, whatever they were defined as, but the root of them all being fear.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. That is like, and I do know that, that, uh, after, uh, after the fifth step, I think in the big book, it says where it suggests you go take an hour and quietly reflect on, I forget exactly how they do it. And, uh, You know, and upon reflection, if you are ready, that's when you go to step seven, right? Which we're not, which is the, you know, to to humbly ask. Um, But they seem that step six and step seven are hard to differentiate because they seem to go so hand in hand. You know, it's hard to imagine that you could be like, okay, I'm good with step six, but I'm really having a hard time with step seven now and, you know, get stalled out there. It just doesn't seem to really work that way.
1: Yeah, it's um, I'm just trying to find out where it is. I'm gonna read it in here because um, okay, I want to just read this to everybody, and if I can find it in here, this is my original. Um, this is my original sixth step. Okay, uh, um, st- step six. We have emphasized willingness as being indispensable. Are we now ready to let God remove from all of us the things which have we we have admitted are objectionable? Can He now take them all away, everyone? If we still cling to something, we will not let go. We will ask God to help us be willing. When ready, we say something like this: "My Creator," and I love this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove for me every defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go from here to do your bidding. Amen. That's, that is, and then we've completed step seven. So it's literally two paragraphs is step six and seven. We're not gonna go to seven yet, but it's like, are we ready? All you had to be ready is in step six is ready to ask God to be willing. That's all you needed to do is be ready to have God or your higher power, your higher power. Like, you know, you had to be ready to have them remove them. And I think that that's where, again, the key is, is being ready. And it's like, I feel like, because if you've gone and you've done these, at least for me, I believe this, if you've gone and you've done, you've written it out, you've told somebody about it. Now you're feeling really good because you can like, be like, for one, for people that are out there that are into doing lists and checking things off when you're done with your list, you can check it off. All right. I did line. I did number four, check. I did number five, check. And now jeez if you're going to let me do 6 and then get to do 7 right away I'm like really oh my god now I am running with gas I'm going really really quick right now it feels really good I want to keep up the stamina I want to keep going because in the end ninth step promises are coming and those are so amazing so I think that the person that's out there that is listening and going okay do I want it? 6 is pretty easy 6 I think because at that point you're ready to rock and roll you're ready to do this you really want this I don't think this is a hard one I think this is actually an easy one. Um, God's reactions, of course, are not, um, cannot be measured um, on our time. You know, I can't use my watch and say it's gonna happen in one second. And we can't be measured like that though.
0: No, I like that. I see exactly what we're getting at. And I think that um, I probably overthink it because for me, what I I found for myself is that um, I do a fourth step, I do a fifth step, not, I, and especially like the fifth step, once it's done, it's done. Once I've said it, I've said it and I can move on from that. But I find in my, uh, in my life in my journey. So I've done a fourth step. I've done a fifth step. I've done all these steps. Um, and so I don't need to keep going back to them, you know, not to jump ahead too far, but where I keep kind of going back to that would be in the 10th step, um, mm-hmm find for myself that I've spent, especially in the last, like last year, I spent a lot of time really revisiting step six and step seven and really um, myself looking, trying to look deep inside into willingness and then which is step six and then humility which is step seven um, and really see what that meant to me. And it's a, it's a total opening up is what it means to me. So I guess how I feel about myself is when I do with a sponsor, which is what I did it with uh, my fifth step, you know, I'm, I'm totally open at that point to roll into step six and step seven. And that's the way it's always worked. Um, But at some point in the future, there must be a a closing again, because I find I have to open myself up again. Um, For so for me, I like step seven, is something that I, I actually incorporate into my morning prayer every morning. Um, well, we're
1: on seven. We're on six. Right.
0: So that's just where I get, and but I have to be step six willing. You know, I just ha- I have to be willing. And that's, and that's really it. And it's to me once again, like I started this whole thing out. It's willing to change. Is how, change am I?
1: Well, I want to um not to get adversial, I'm saying the word wrong.
0: Adversarial.
1: Adversarial, not to get like combative or anything. I just wanna say, do you think, and I was asked by somebody today, I think that because I've always had a relationship with God. You know, I always have. It's like, it's nothing. I mean, I've had it since I was a little kid. I mean, I was going to Catholic church when I was a little kid and then I went to Episcopal church and I still go to church and I've always gone to church. It's never really left me. Um, so that being said i think for me personally like this step was kind of like it was i don't want to say easy but it was kind of like i was it's something that's just a part of my life is knowing that god forgave me in my heart and knowing that if i get on my knees and i say god take this away from me he will and i trust in that so i'm willing because i trust in it so, do you think because I've had a relationship my whole life with God, it's kind of easier? Because I know you, for instance, didn't have a relationship, especially a, ch- a church relationship.
0: Well, I think maybe the difference is, and I've, I talked about this with somebody else this morning, actually, is that, um, <clears throat> but I had to, I've had to teach myself that, um, you know, that God is somebody that I that can be depended on. Because that, was that wasn't something that I ever considered. It wasn't that I thought God was undependable. <clears throat> I just never thought that I could depend on God. You know, I always thought, <clears throat> excuse me, that I need to depend on myself or I need to depend on somebody else. And the thought never occurred to me to depend on God.
1: So, Do you so- think that is because of the fact, like do you believe that that truly comes from the fact that you were not raised going to i'm just asking this not to be controversial but do you think because when you're raised with some sort of religion good bad or indifferent at least if it's a if if it was something you found joyous in your life especially for me like I've always gone to it as, a, as some a place where it was like it was um
0: yeah was i would i'd to say, me. say to me. I, I think the answer to your question is yes, because how could I know what I don't know, right? I was never taught any of that. So it totally makes sense. So I'm learning it as, you know, I'm learning it as an adult.
1: Yeah. But you're trying and that's what matters is that you're really trying.
0: Yeah, that's the willingness part.
1: Yeah, and it's really trying. And it's, um, we're all trying to do our best each day, right? Absolutely. And some days are harder than others. Absolutely. it's it's but i think being willing if you have already been willing to write the write this down and you've been willing to talk to somebody then i think you it should it could come osmosisly and it doesn't have to come you know that's the one thing that i think that is i don't know if it's a blessing or a curse but i don't overcomplicate things for some odd reason i don't know why
0: right and i and i agree with you you know the osmosis thing because uh you know i strong believer and bring the body and the mind will follow. So, you know, that's the, I mean, it takes me back to the very basics of AA that I go over and over and over all the time. It's like, it's not what I think that matters. It's not how I feel that matters. It's just what I do. And, uh, you know, so if I show up no matter what I think or how I feel for the way it's worked for me anyway is if I show up, eventually I get to where I'm trying to get to, you know,
1: It's pretty cool stuff, I think. At the end of the day,
0: really cool. The spiritual journey is awesome. It really is, because you can't do it wrong. You know, you just can't do it wrong. You just you just do it, and it's all about trying. You know, and it's and it's just about trying and trying and trying. That's that's all that God's looking for from me anyway is that I just keep trying.
1: Exactly. That's all we can do each day is try.
0: Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's just a. I love it. I love this step i really love i do love step six because i for me it's just like i say the willingness is so key yeah and but it's the desire to change and and all that is just and i and i do have a strong desire to change i have and and you know it it takes time so you know it's when you're early in um i was talking to somebody who was early in the other day and uh you know they said everybody tells me that i'm different but i don't feel like it And I said, you know, when you have some time behind you, then you can look back and say, gosh, remember what I was like five years ago? Remember what I was like 10 years ago? Because I can remember. And look where I am now. You know, isn't that great? I really have changed a lot. And that's what it's all about in this thing, right?
1: It's all about changing, baby. Change or die. That's what they say.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: To be willing and change. It's all good. Thank you so much.
0: Well, thanks for having me. I hope it's not too dark now.
1: I It's dark out. It got dark out. It's very stormy here where we are right now. So I hope everybody stays sane for the next 48 hours. I hope this whatever will be will be. And, you know, just get willing and uh, know that everything is, you know, everything's going to be okay and especially if you stay busy living sober. So uh, that's what it's all about, is staying busy living sober. Please reach out. You can email me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. And um, until next time, keep getting busy.
0: Living sober. Bye. Live
1: sober, he just did it, everybody. I'm trying to get him to do that for how many years? He just actually chimed in. He just did it. Woohoo! pretty big deal on episode 216. JF chimed in. Yay! All right, everybody. Until next time, keep getting busy, living summer! Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye, everybody. See ya.